0: Share some of her gift with you. You never know. Today, I want to talk about your strongest ally. The strongest ally you will ever have in your life. Somebody that will never forsake you, someone that will always stand by you. And I'm really talking about two people here. But first, I want to read a couple of quotes that I came across about mothers, and, and I want to see if you can relate to some of these quotes. I'm not going to read everything I found, but I've got a few here. Teneva Jordan said, a mother is a person who, seeing there are only four pieces of pie for five people promptly announces, I never care for pie anyway. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln said, I remember my mother's prayers and they've always followed me. They have clung to me all of my life. Pearl S. Buck said, the author, she said, some mothers are kissing mothers and some are scolding mothers, but it is love just the same. And most mothers kiss and scold together. That was mine. Robert Brault said, If you have a mom, there's nowhere you are likely to go where a prayer has not already been. Ambrose Bierce said, The definition of a sweater is this. A garment worn by a child when its mother is feeling chilly. Old Spanish proverb says, An ounce of mother is worth a pound of clergy. That's a good one. William Goldsmith Brown said, The sweetest sounds to mortals given are heard in mother, home, and heaven. Isn't it true? Unknown Arthur said, The formative period for building character for eternity is in the nursery. Sort of reminds me of these Boston bombers. When you saw their mother, you understood where they were coming from. There's a lot of power in these young children's ages, mom, and in their their times. The mother is queen of that realm and sways a scepter more, more potent than that of kings or priests. A mother is the, another quote, a mother is the truest friend we have when trials heavy and sudden fall upon us. When adversity takes the place of prosperity, when friends who rejoice with us in our sunshine desert us, and when trouble thickens around us, still will she cling to us and endeavor by her kind precepts and counsels to dissipate the clouds of darkness and cause peace to return to our hearts. Some of the most hardened criminals on trial have the jury against them, the attorneys are against them, the judge is against them, the public is against them, and there's a mom there that is blind to the sin of her children. Lisa Author said, any mother could perform the jobs of several air traffic controllers with ease. Jill Woodhull said, don't ever tell the mother of a newborn child that her baby's smile is just gas. <laughs> the un- another unknown author-, author said, a mother's hug lasts long. After she lets go, can you identify with some of these? And here's one I like the most. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool mom. Period. Our mother's love comes instinctively from God, it is a gift. That God has given mothers. It goes beyond the fact. You say well that's, that's just that's my child. God has instinctively put in each and every one of us. A desire as mothers. To protect those ones that belong to us. And it mirrors. Mom attempts to. But fails to mirror God's forgiving love. For humanity. Mom you think you love your kids. But you're an amateur compared to. To our loving God. God loves us with a more intense love than we can ever manufacture on our own. The animal kingdom can only interpret God's love as protection. They can't they cannot come close to what it, it really is. They can't demonstrate a real mother's love. I was thinking of a bear, mother bear and her cubs. When you think of this kind of a picture, you see the mom bear walking around and the cubs following around, and it looks like a really cute and a little neatsy kind of thing until you go and get in between that mother bear and her cubs, and you have really changed the environment that you're in. Because God has placed in this mother bear a desire and an overwhelming sense of responsibility to protect... Those cubs. And the biggest male bear can come that you could ever find. And he's got a fight on his hands. If he's going to mess with those cubs. And what God has put in nature. He's put in you also. To protect your children. To love your children. And it is just a likeness. It is just a tip of an iceberg. Of what God feels about you in his protection. This is how God feels for his own flesh and blood which is you and I. And only a, a mother's lack of physical strength betrays her. It reminds me of a mom gazelle and, and how that, that the lionesses begin to attack the herd and they're going after the young in the herd. And you see the mother gazelle looking at her, her fawn being attacked by the lions and then she lowers her head and attacks these lions, attacks a pride of lionesses that are beginning to rip and tear her her, her uh, fawn apart, and yet she continues to try to butt and to, to pierce these lions with her horns, completely unmatched, putting her life at stake, and then she eventually stands back helplessly and watches as these lionesses use her fawn as a meal, knowing full well, or not even considering full well, that the lionesses could turn on her and finish out the attack. So is a mother's love. So has God put within us that only our physical strength betrays us to match God's protection for those that we love. God defends Israel in the same manner. He ferociously defends the state of Israel against all harm and all attacks. God has infused into mothers his passion, his love, and his protection for his own flesh and blood. In Romans chapter 8, verses 14. Through 16, the word of God tells us, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Not figuratively. We are the literal children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship to Jesus Christ. And we, and by him, we cry, Abba, Father. Or we say, Daddy. Hey, Dad. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So you take this wonderful, awesome God, who's the author of all good parenthood, and then you intensify it by infinity. And you can begin to see a tip of God's love and care and concern for you, that no mother in the animal kingdom or humankind could come close to matching. Abba is an endearing term, this Abba Father. It doesn't mean just master or, or savior or redeemer. It's daddy. It is something intimate that we have with our God, our Father. There's a lot of religions out there that they serve a, quote, God, and no one, none of these religions have a, have an Abba Father, not Hinduism, not Islam, not any other Indian religion, any any American Indian, Native American religion, no other religion in the world can cry, Abba Father, but Christianity. Because God has done what you would have done if you were God. He's adopted humankind as his own. And not only has he adopted us and made us children, but he protects us, gathers us in his arms. I made this statement, I believe this was a revelation from the Holy Spirit several weeks ago, probably a month ago, that if it weren't for the protection of God, if God, you say, well, God, why do you, why do you, what do you? If God were to remove his hand off your life, no matter how you're living, no matter where you are in your relationship with him, if he were to completely pull back from you, it is my opinion, I believe the Holy Spirit revealed this to me, that you would die within minutes or seconds. I do. Because we live in a hostile climate, a hostile world that is against us. The world's will for us is that we die soon and be miserable. And God's will for you is that you prosper and be in good health. The fact that you're able to walk around and do anything good is solely the grace of God. Everything you enjoy comes from God. Every every kind of good thing that you experience comes from the Father's good nature and His kindness. Abba is an endearing term. It's intimate. It's like a baby's first utterance to mother. Nah, nah. And that that may not sound impressive to you, but to a mother's ears, oh, boy, just break out the band. And when you cry out to God and you say, you're my father, I'm your child, I love you so much, God just revels in that. If you did nothing today but come in and say, Lord, I appreciate you. God, I'm proud to be your child. If you spoke to the Lord today, you would bless him today. I'm not talking about repeating prayers or, or saying things from memory. I'm talking about something from your heart, something from your spirit, that you reach out to God and say, God, I love you. You're so awesome. You're so cool. I think you're incredible. And I want to thank you for doing the things that I'm not aware that you're doing. I want to thank you for every smile that comes across my face. You are the author of it. The next thing good that happens to me will have been allowed by you. And I so much appreciate you. If you begin to do things like that, you touch the heart of God. You make him happy. He's thrilled about you. The Bible says he dances over you. Even we Gentiles that are, have been, quote, adopted. We have the same intimacy as the Israelites or the apple of his eye, You know, the apple of his eye, that's called the pupil. That's what it's referred to. They're, they're as close to God as the pupil in his very eye. And as adopted children, we have the same exact access as the Israelis do, as the Jews do. What an incredible loving father he is. That he allowed you to come in. We who were damned, we who did not have hope or choice. We were in major trouble before Jesus himself came and died for our sins. What an incredible loving father he is. Romans chapter 8, again, verses 26 through 28. I'm going to read several scriptures back to back here. In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for. For, but the spirit himself intercedes and prays through us and for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts, the Spirit, he knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Let me just stop there. I'll get to this. Keep it up, Jesse. Here's the thing, friends. When you don't know how to pray, When you don't know, when your heart is so overwhelmed, the Bible says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I when I'm overwhelmed. When next time you're overwhelmed, just sometimes you can say, oh God, oh God, you know what I need, please help me. You don't have to be eloquent. You don't have to know exactly how to to master the king's English or whatever. But sometimes you just call his name out. He knows exactly what you mean. Just like a little child sitting in the baby's chair, and he's up in the chair and he starts kicking his legs. Mom knows the baby's looking for that first spoonful. God knows your body language; He knows every word, every utterance, every groan that you have. He can interpret it, and then He will rush to your aid and begin to intercede for you for exactly what you need. Watching Matthew and the guys out of state uh, seems like two weeks ago. I don't know how long ago that was, but they were out there playing and. Sometimes when you're watching these guys tee off, you look and you see a bunch of trees. You have no idea where the ball's going, and I've I've learned through the years to interpret whether it's a good shot or not. The Narrows, you'll get good at this watching Dylan play, the newest New Tabor prodigy coming up through the golf ranks. So I, I watch these boys hit. They tee the ball up and they swing, and I'm watching Matt. I watch exact. I know exactly where the shot's going. I know whether it's a good shot or a bad shot by watching the little intricacies of his body language. If he swings, immediately reaches down, picks up the tee, walks and takes a glance and goes and puts his club back, I know. I'm, I'm standing over there completely blind from that shot saying, yes, that's going to be good and long. I like it. I can tell exactly by watching his body language. And your father knows your body language. He knows every whimper. He knows everything about you. And when you begin to pray, he already knows exactly what you need. The Bible even tells us, before we ask, God knows what we have need of. Isn't he a great God? Isn't he a great Abba Father? He is mother and father to us, all those together. And we know that in all things, God, the ultimate parent, works for the good of those who love him. How many of you love the Lord this morning? Raise your hand. Come on now. Who have been called according to His purpose. If you've been redeemed and saved, it's not just to go to heaven. God's got a plan for your life. How many of you have been called according to God's purpose? Raise your hand. All right, now, okay, let, let, all right, all right. I'm not saying that you're going into the clergy. How many know that when you're saved and redeemed, that God has a plan for your life? Raise your hand. All right, I'm telling you, He does, okay? So, what then shall we say in response to these things? What is our response? If God is for us, who can be against us? When those cubs are wandering around that beach and that big daddy bear comes up to try to kill them, they say, if mama's for us, this guy has got a fight on his hands. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? For I am convinced that neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth. Name your obstacle, friend, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Your God, your Father, will never stand by helpless and limited by physical strength and watch the lionesses consume you. Never. David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. God, your ultimate parent, will go beyond what mother or father could ever do. Never leave you. Never forsake you. God will take care of you. He will always be there for you. Where mom and dad will fail, God remains. And he remains faithful to you and me. The wonder of motherhood finds its love in the heart of God. That is where you say, how could that mother defend that boy? How can that mother defend that That person is convicted of murder? There's no doubt. And I look at this, some of the most heinous crimes you've ever seen through history. Somewhere there was a mother there, a mother that would fight for their child's freedom even when their child deserves To be killed. And that God that will defend you to the very end, the one that He loves, the one that belongs to Him, He will never, ever fail or forsake or abandon you. This God who is eternal, this God who is self existent, this God whose nature is to provide for you, this God whose personality is creative, He is creator. This Abba, Father, is on your side while the world attempts to destroy you. If God be for me, who dares be against us? God bless all the moms. A mother's love, a mother's protection, and a mother's care is only the tip of the iceberg of what God has for you. I thank God for my mom my mom has prayed for me. My mom is proud of me. My mom thinks I hung the moon. And every, every now and then, when I get in trouble with my family, I'll say, well, I'll tell you what, mom likes me a whole bunch. I just want to remind you of that. <laughs> she, she thinks I'm really cool, you know. And i often get rolled eyes at that comment. But it's the truth. When all the world will forsake you, and even where moms and dads will fail you, your God will never fail you. If mom had to leave you, if mom had to go on to glory, her author is still here. The one who gave her everything she had for you is still walking by your side. And he will never, ever leave you. Amen? So you can see your mom in God's eyes. Because that's where she got her stare. So God bless you, moms, but we also want to thank our Father, who is the ultimate, incredible parent that loves us so dearly. Bow your heads with me, please. Father, I want to thank you for my mom. I don't know how many years I've got left with her, and I'm going to cherish every one of them. listen to every word she says. But God, I will always have you. You are the author. You are the originator of all love, all care, and all protection. And to you, God, while I thank you for the gift of my mom and the moms that are here and the moms that are with you, we turn our attention solely on you. I wish we had a flower to pin on you today. As a matter of fact, we'll go ahead and do it now. We want you to know how much we love you. We want you to know how much we appreciate your protection. We want you to feel our satisfaction that you are our Father. And you're the greatest there ever has been or ever will be. Lord, protect us. Keep us. Hold us. Speak to us. Inspire us. And all the while, we're going to thank you. And we're going to pin flowers on you. In Jesus' name, all of God's children said, Amen. For the pause coming, stand to your feet with me, please.